brutal matter, the rump steaks, the chicken thighs, the birds pecked to death in the rush, the piles of steaming shit, the quagmire, and the rising stench. You wretch, you gag, you vomit. And the fish, the fish still falling, the fish still falling. Thud, thud, thud. Too late for the fish, but then there is always collateral damage to contend with at times like this. But you're not all the same, are you? Not all of you are crying in despair or screaming in fear. The farmer is crying, but he's crying for joy. The cows he violated now free. Goodbye, cows, he calls. Goodbye, cows. He tears off his elbow-length pink plastic shit-covered glove, falls down on his knees. Moo, says the farmer. Moo, says the farmer. Sometimes all a sentient being can say is moo. That's it. That was incredible. Oh, can't wait yes. for the cow book. When the cow, the poetry cow book comes out, it's, I, it's, I love it. I love the cow stuff. It's so original. It's so like a topical and amazing. And I love there it. more. <laughs> Carolyn also submitted her master's, uh, her shit for her master's this week. So woo! Which was about cows, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it would be interesting to try like when like i know kathy had made a comment that it was um theatrical it would be interesting to try to come up with some stuff when i get my own theater hey yeah. <laughs> I, 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 costume. like I, we can maybe we can try to like do a whole cow like the cow production um so yeah anyways thank you so much carolyn for coming another hot shit player uh <laughs> so our second our penultimate hot shit player in the spotlight is crow rod where are you darling i know you i have to find you myself by using this cursor here you are hello let me know when you want to me to start your time we're not being that hyper we're not being that dicky didactic pedantic about it but Nonetheless, I am. I feel. I feel like I need to run the timer. So let me know when you're ready to go. When God sends me to hell, I wouldn't hesitate. Stay down the list of my transgressions the same way my mother mourned my history great. I wouldn't stroke his beard and ponder the question of whether remaking one of his creations is a sin. The end of the journey is the vision he had all along. Maybe we are all born works in progress. Maybe we are born with the spark to create or defile or innovate. Maybe we were meant to have the ideas that weren't coming to it. Although I surely would have started as spacemen, right? When God sends me to hell, I want to consider the alternatives. Ponder which is better, queers or burning them. Thank you. So yeah, hi, I'm Crow. Uh, I am uh, taking the place of AJ McKenna tonight, bringing on my angry trance shit in. So we'll see how this goes. Uh, next up is, you guessed it, the angry trance poem. 
this is called How to Be Socially Acceptable as a Trans Person. Try not to be too out there. It's important to be softly spoken, trim your claws, shape yourself around their ideals, their comfort, beat yourself down till the threat they see has been pacified. Trim your claws. It is important to make normal people feel safe around you. Because in order to be accepted, you're going to have to reintegrate, effectively muzzled, trim your claws, strip down to your bones. Try not to consciously work to erase the divide. Throw other trans people under the bus if they work to erase the divide. Denounce every cis ally who works to erase the divide. Try to stop thinking about the murders and harassment that frame the divide. Cry yourself to sleep trying to forget about the murders and harassment that, that frame the divide and preventing the countless murders of trans people that make up the divide. But it isn't countless because every trans person reads the kill count that makes up the divide. And we mourn the hundreds lost every year in service to maintaining the divide. Also, cis people can smugly call that equality, pointing at the box you climbed into for them, preening like a performing animal while the rest of us pace our cages. Teeth bared, claws sharpened to turf ripping points. Because this has never been about acceptance. We don't care if we tick your boxes, we will flatten your boxes as we live harder than anyone else. We have earned this through fire and brimstone and hailstone fists. The hoops we're forced to jump through simply to show why we should be allowed to exist. Thank you. Thanks. I'm actually not going to continue the angry trans stuff. Uh, the others I've done quite a lot recently, so they need to sit for a while. Anyway, um, uh, I also have a book. If anyone is interested in my work and wants to grab one, it's £6. I can put a link in the chat after my set if you would like one. It's really cool. I, mean, I had a friend design the cover and it's gorgeous. Uh, anyway, yeah, uh, finally, this is uh, a poem that I don't read much from this book. Uh, I'm just gonna do one more that I'm done, but um, yeah, this is, this, this is one I don't bring out enough, I think. This is called Assemble as Instructed. Step one, remove all outer packaging and lay the pieces out on an even surface. You should know what you're dealing with before you start assembly. Step 1A. People will tell you that you can't love someone else before yourself, but that isn't true. Though I do envy those that get to be their first love. Step 2. Separate the pieces into groups. Take care not to cut your fingers on the sharp ones. You may need to glue a couple back together. Step 2B. I have attachment issues. Step three, refer to, the, refer to the diagram for base assembly. You will return to this later. A strong foundation is important. Step three C, I have an irrational fear of being boring. I'm not going to stop thinking of things for us to do, even if I tire myself out. Step four, try your best not to get frustrated when the parts you add on don't stick too well or fall off. Progress isn't linear. Step 4D, I will almost certainly tire myself out. I think what I need is patience. Step 5, this kit will pine for you. Indulge it, but not too much. Know your boundaries. 
Step 5E, I'm going to apologize for everything. I like to think that it's not as bad when I'm around you. Step 6, during assembly, the time you put in was directly proportional to what you get out. Step 6F, sometimes hours will feel like days. Step 7, make sure you return to the foundation. Constant maintenance is necessary. Step 7G, I never said this would be easy. I know I'm not easy. I wouldn't blame you if you wanted to run at this point. Step 8, if the build isn't to your liking, be prepared to deconstruct and start over. The pieces are reconfigurable. Step 8H, change is a pin pressed to my palm. I grip my teeth and pull. Step 9, this manual is incomplete. Revise steps 1 to 8 as needed. Agonize over further steps on the blank pages provided. Step 9, I... Thank you. I have been Kurud. Thank you for your time. I'm going to have a book if you want one. Uh, link in the chat. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, everyone's been fantastic, and I'm sure Bart's going to be great as well. Thank you. Thank you, Crow. Woo! That, yes, I see you put your link to your book. In there. Great. Awesome. Thank you so much. Always lifting. Definitely everybody plug your stuff. We all got to support each other, so... I am all, we, CPCL are all for doing self-promotion um, in the chat and whenever, if you have, if there's a moment and, and during the breaks, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so yeah, moving along with our hot shit players and our hot shit show, we have our Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm going last because I told Aaron I hadn't written anything and I wanted to write everything like today. Like I finished work at five and I was like, oh, new God. shit. Yeah, new shit is like the way forward. I think I'm going to start with old shit, but okay. Um, All right. But like, it's like that's where I'm at right now. I just moved back home and I haven't been home in like eight years. And I got a job like two days after I came back. I was only meant to be here temporarily. Um, so it's like old shit in a new place. Or no, new shit in an old place. But anyway, um, this is my old like CD case with all like, my old CDs that I've looked at in for a while. And um, I'm just going to go for it. Oh, I don't think any of them are actually CDs. They're all like burned stuff. But anyway, I'm going to take them out while I write this poem. This poem's called Scratched CD. And if I was a record and you were through, then would this part. And if I was a record and you skipping through, would you this part? And if I was a record, and if I was a record through, then you this part. And if I was a brand new song, I was a brand new song and you were skipping through, then would you this part? And if I was a brand new song skipping through you, this part, and if I was a scratch CD, and if I was a brand new song, and if I was a brand new skipping through, and if I was a brand new song and you were skipping through, then you would this part. And if I was a brand new song and you were skipping through, then you this part. 
And if I was a brand new song and you were skipping through me, then you would miss this part. All right, thank you. All right, this next poem is called When I'm Dead, Take My Body and Do Cool Shit With It. All right, it's kind of like a groundy lockdown poem. I'm on my own in the sense that I do not own anything that won't perish with me. In this sense, I only own my body. In this sense, I don't even completely own my body. It will belong to others while I'm alive and fall out of my possession entirely when I die. I've often fantasized about that moment when I could leave my dead body behind as a gift, preferably to a lover or a long-term friend with the hope that they do not feel burdened. And the note that reads, do something fun with it, cool shit, scribbled in brackets so they know to plan one last adventure to end all our adventures together to do something unsensible while i'm not sensing like roly-poly me roly-poly me down an up escalator bury me in a public botanical garden at midnight or leave me on my third favorite bench then come back for me i love the image of a friend pushing me down the street in a wheelbarrow while somehow drinking a beer a repayment for the night I took him home in a wheelbarrow. My mom always worried about the wheelbarrow and never who I put in it. The times I snatched it from where it lay on the back path, near our neighbor's wall, bleak and rust and holy, surrounded by white, wild hemlock flowers, their heads weightless cauliflowers in the dark. I know this wish feels un indecent and unclean, like the sharing of poetry or sexual dreams, best kept safe from the general public or your family, but not unhuman or unpracticed in different societies for history or in bad Hollywood reenactments of old times, like the final scene in First Night when they tie the deceased body of King Arthur, played by a late Sean Connery, who looks a bit like my own late granddad, tied to a raft with a hundred swords stuck in it, set it on fire and pushed it out into the lake. Perhaps it's better to be represented in death in a similar way than we are that we are <laughs> that we are seen in life than to fade away unseen like unfulfilled dreams or un or um or a unheard typewriter song right with cadences. When my great uncle Mike died, age ninety two, and I still a kid flew over to Ireland for the open casket funeral, I could only think of how much the coffin looked like a boat. Light brown on the inside and dark on the outside. He and his brother Jim were the last inhabitants of a small island in Kerry called Beganish. Even when his arms, even then his arms still bulged from years of rowing, so much that people said they thought he was going to reach up and grab a hold of them. My dad said he felt it and his older brother Jim too a few years before, but that the energy was higher up the body, like he was suddenly going to sit up and say something, give you give you an order like an like <laughs> like an elder to a younger when my grand died and the body sat in the morgue across from our house i thought it might be clever to write her a poem to describe what it felt like to carry her coffin's weight but covid intervened as only one person was allowed to touch the coffin so instead i made a note that when my youngest cousin had stopped playing her violin and her brother his accordion their parents reached over and each put a hand on them 
whispering well done my aunt put a hand on my cousin their mum my mum on my aunt my older brother on my mum and I nudged my bro- my older brother he put a hand on my shoulder and I reached over to my younger brother who was sitting a seat down from us because he didn't want to be involved in the prayer reading or poetry reading and I put a hand on his shoulder alright I haven't been timing myself like Aaron cut me out if I go over um so this is my typewriter. I, this is kind of my thing. I type poems up in the typewriter. Like I do write the whole poems as I read them out. So um, this is a poem that I edited, but it did get, it got published, but I hated it. So um, I rewrote it today, or like an hour ago. So here it goes. It's called Bull on Beganish. In the old days, When they were still, lots of people living, living there on the small island. the edge of the estuary when my grandmother and my great uncles were still teenagers. Your man, my great granddaddy, brought a bull To Beganish. Arriving early, the next morning, someone spotted it. A mile upstream. Paddling its way to the mainland. It broke out of It's pen at the back. Of the island. Ran down. Out through.
Casey's Landing. Past the seal colony. And came ashore. In a cabbage patch. Near the town. show at two o'clock at Atlas Cafe. So thank you so much for joining us all month from the Edinburgh Fringe Festival and thank you to Scotto of Flat Black Plastic for switching times with me so that I could enjoy this whole month with Edinburgh. So keep it tuned in for Flat Black Plastic which is up next. We come out to Atlas Cafe at two o'clock for comedy every Saturday. Without a pattern. Once again, full-length movie coming up, except That's it's two full-length movies. Oh, my God. Oh, you're kidding me. Gosh, we have a really big show, a really exciting show. And what better way to kick it off than our pal from uh, the show before us on Unity Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up. Distinguished guest, please give it up for Paul Brumbaugh. Hey, guys. How are you doing? Good to be here. Well, we're glad you're here. Uh, Paul does the show. We we air first on mutinyradio.fm. That says just go type that in. It's this internet streaming radio station. 
we do live shows as well, and uh, we socially distance, and uh, despite the photos, we all wear masks. So come on by. But you can listen to Paul's show, The Edge of Insanity, and our show on a Sunday afternoon. Paul starts at noon Pacific Standard Time. That's uh, 3 p.m. East Coast time. And let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube, a.k.a. LWAFLMYC. We stream first every Sunday, 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. And <laughs> you can find us. Yeah, specifically. Uh, and you can find our podcast, which drops later on Sunday, by its acronym, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. And we want you to also support Mutiny Radio. They're yes. awesome. We wear masks. So give a, a shout-out by going to Venmo. Donate what you can at Mutiny Radio. Carl, what are the movies today? Right. We're going to watch two movies today, and Montclair High School ties them together. We're going to watch The Battle of the Bullies, also called Revenge of the Nerd, 1983. And we're also all going to watch What If I'm Gay, 1987. Uh-huh. These are after-school oh, right. specials. We're going to love them. So these are like an hour-long specials, right? These are the yeah. ones that CBS used to play? It's like 45 minutes, yeah, because of commercials. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. they're good. And the commercials. Yeah. All right. Well, we're very excited. Carl and I, full disclosure, went to Montclair High School in Montclair, New Jersey. Bingo. And I remember uh, these movies when they came out and when they were shot. And and we actually have one of the talent uh, coming by for the second show. So mm-hmm. stay tuned for that. Very exciting. I'm thrilled it'll be there. So what is our first movie? Okay, let's go to YouTube, and I'm sorry this is so long. You put in Battle of the Bullies, a.k.a. Revenge of the Nerd, 1983. I'm sorry that's so long. Battle of the Bullies, a.k.a., and has the periods, A.K. Revenge of the Nerd, 1983. Okay, so this is Revenge of the Singular Nerd. Yeah, right, it's not correct. And that's probably why it's called Battle of the Bullies, a.k.a. Revenge of the Nerd. Because they that's don't want right. fucking nerd leaders on their ass. This was released one year before Revenge of the Nerds came out. And when it came out, they said, uh-oh, we're in trouble. We didn't copyright this. Right. Battle of the Bullies. Which was, it's not. It's not. He battles the bullies. Anyway, we'll see. That's what you put in your well, YouTube he, search engine. All right. And who's hosting it again? Which uh, subscriber? Yeah, we want Frank West. Am I right? Go West. All right, uh, sounds good. So publisher is Frank West. That's his channel. Cue it up. Slide it back to zero zero zero. Hit pause and hit pause. You can listen to that, Carl. Ladies and gentlemen, and then we wanted you to listen to Paul Brumbaugh, the Countdown King himself. He's going to do the countdown for you, and when he says go, hit play. All right, here you go, guys. You know the drill. Let's do it in true Battle of the Bullies style. Get that fingering over the hovering triangle, and let's do this thing in three, two, one, go. Okay, LCA, a new world company. Feel like a star. <laughs> I see the star. It's I, give it, I, I give it a gold star. <laughs> oh no! Look, it looks like another brick in the wall. <laughs> that is what it looks like. 
We don't need no. Oh, I know the nerd. Uh huh. Don't I? Oh shit, it's Harry. That's Montclair High School you're looking at. This is, and there's snow on the ground. Oh, uh, tree hater. Can you guys point out which like lockers or garbage cans they might have stuffed you in as a nerd? <laughs> <laughs> Every single one. <laughs> That guy you saw, his name is Manny Jacobs, and maybe you saw him in Manhattan Project? Yeah, that's what it was. There you go. He, he was, was one of the scientists. I'm sorry. What we're doing now is learning that he is, like, a weakling. He gets good grades. He, you know, nerd. All right. Is this the Mokar High gym? Yes, literally. Although I don't recognize those machines, <laughs> it must have been a different era. <laughs> now this came out ah. in '83. I was there in '81 and '82. And that looks okay. that equipment's pretty conducive to what I was using in high school. That's a total universal. Now look, the director made everyone stop and gawk at him because he likes he put it on the lowest weight and he couldn't couldn't budget right? yeah now but we I have a scene which is more appropriate for what if i'm gay our next after school special <laughs> <laughs> it's wrestling oh ken keep k walks is he's a famous director he is he's and this kid. was his debut you didn't have to rewind to show it us oh wait <laughs> i thought he was doing the moonwalk yeah I like these socially distant circles that they wrestle in. Yeah, it's smart for our today's day and age. This guy did the sisterhood of the traveling pants. That's the director we're watching. Oh, and I just made a sisterhood of the traveling pants here because I nearly crapped my pants. Watch sister. how he gets squirted on the other side. I love it. His whole that, shirt is nerdy. That's high quality special effects there. Now we're meeting best really friends. Uh, now we're meeting love interest. So this this is a tight script, right? There's no no breath. They just go right into it. Yeah. It this this the guy who wrote this script was in NYU's Tisch School of the Arts at the time. He was like twenty something, twenty two, and um, he. You know, this was his debut premiere. This guy was in Bad News Bears, This his, his best friend. Really? Mm-hmm. Was he on the other team? <laughs> no, he was the little blonde-haired one who was like, stick it up your ass! You know, the, the oh, yeller. Yeah. He's the only one. Oh, yeah. no, not from the original, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh -oh. Um, that hero. was that was that was oh don't even say his name the character name yeah i know yeah yeah i think tanner I, tanner 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 that means bears uh, yes yeah, here it is the shortstop tanner boyle sorry stick it up your ass coach i think i disqualified myself as a 1983 nerd <laughs> Carl, I went to Montclair High School from 83 to 87, so we, we kind of missed each other. Right, absolutely, because I went to Heightstown after that, 
and I got That's to right. really know you after high school. Right, I had just graduated high school and being a musical friend, and we were working on fish burgers. Right. There he is, Tanner. Up your ass, nerd. Uh, I see. So, so far, we have two movie references. The guy was reading a John Luke Goddard book, and mm -hmm. we've done his movie, of course, there. And then uh, there's a movie Wait. professor, Jerry Lewis. Wait, hold on. That's Tanner? Yeah. Really? Yeah. That looks more like the, the, more like the, the, the nerd that, was the, that wouldn't play that was the uh, scorekeeper. I guess he was super young. Uh, let's see here. That was 78. And this is 83. Right. No, yeah. even, even earlier, it was 76 and 77. And yeah, this is uh, 83. You know, he's from Oradell, New Jersey. Mike, you know, that's in Bergen County, kind of close to Montclair. Yeah, right. I so was this part of the too. actual after school specials? Yes. Because I remember all those and this looks hella familiar. So they did at least a couple of them at your guys' high school. Yes. Now, the, what we're seeing right, right now is his invention, okay? He okay. invented, uh -huh. he can talk to everybody's TV in the whole neighborhood. Okay. Plot point. Uh, I guess the government's coming after him. Oh, let me guess. Uh, I'm not going to even bother. See the fake computer? Uh-huh. On his TV screen. Right. They did a stop motion and said, look, it's a fancy computer. Looks like it's drawn with magic marker. I just found my... When I... I'm sorry, go ahead. This is a funny oh, no, no, bit, no, no, no. and it's... Th this director's weird. You see the basketball? Yeah. They're going to throw it up, and it's never going to come down. Looks like it's air. Looks like it's Nerf or something. <laughs> Doesn't even look real. Uh, oh, it's a Spalding. It's just a bad print, really. Uh, is this our town? Yes. This is Montclair. Wow, it's crazy. I Look, forget that you see like it bounces off, and it never comes back. Hmm. And they ignore That's it. That's a joke. Yeah, made a joke. Oh, that's just funny when you're 22. Now he's fawning over his love who he can't have. Now, Mike, you remember in the library, you see that balcony? Yeah. I thought that was so was cool. cool. It also was around the gym. Uh, this is our library, our high school library? Yes, that's right. You know what I remember about our high school library is that they had the lock horns on it because the cartoonist is from Montclair. So, uh -huh. so they they had to listen to the lock horns and it's like you had some white beater. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I remember most about Montclair Library uh, was shh was the big rule. <laughs> Well, I heard, like, I was, uh, oh, that reminds me of a joke. This paranoid guy walks into the library. He goes, where am I? And the woman says, it's the library. He goes, how do I know? How do I know this is the library? He says, shh. <laughs> oh, prove it. That's now it. we're getting a funny, like, awkward preteen thing. I mean, they're, now, oh, introduce bully. 
Look at that cutie. This is our heavy guys. Right. Really? He looks like a Charlie's Angel with that hair. Oh, look at this. These are the tough kids I hang out with. <laughs> so one thing I'm really going to miss now that you guys have stepped up in your way uh, are your guys's way of communicating um on for the show i'm gonna miss all right um mike where are you at tell me when you're at 17 minutes and 51 <laughs> seconds that's what i'm gonna miss now you guys are actually gonna be watching the movie together no isn't this sweet this is Sidney Poitier. This is his first role ever. No, it's not. What? 1983? You're smoking. What? I think okay. we're getting bullying. What we're do? I just have to, for the plot, I've got to say, we're starting to get to like a point in which he's going to be humiliated and he's going to, you know, Plot his it's so crazy that the bully has like a full on leather jacket like that. Right. Well, it's after school special. It's TV and it's like uh, hit the point over the head, gilding the lily, as you call it. It's too much. Yeah. Well, no, it's like a sketch comedy. You want to get everything out of the way. So there's a doctor, he dresses as a doctor, there's a nurse, yeah. he dresses as a nurse. And then once you get on stage, everyone knows what the premise yep. is. So, Look at him. You could tell he was. Out. You could tell he, Sydney was going to go on to something great, you know. Now it's oh, making yeah. it's making that squeaky noise, right? He's just such a nerd. I almost wish I didn't know. I wish I didn't know what the second movie was because I keep waiting for him to turn gay. <laughs> <laughs> well, he is totally in love with that girl. Uh, now look, the Chaco's in the fish tank. Ha ha. Weird. Now check out this joke. He undoes his sleeve and then puts the other yeah. sleeve in. That's hysterical. That's like if I threw a basketball in the air and never came down. Now look, he's gonna run, he's gonna chalk with the fish. Oh. oh, 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 oh. You killed our class goldfish, you fucking bastard. Now look at this, this struggling scene. It's a real fish. Right? They harmed animals. Right. BVS. Don't eat it. Well, that's what I learned. That was my take. Uh, oh, after school, I'll be back. I'm right telling you, the tiger, you should take some breakfast. Call back to the water fountain that squirted him. Uh, the old trophy board. The guy, who wrote this would, the guy who wrote this would go on to write on the Larry Sanders show. Yeah. But that's not his huge claim to fame. He was, he wrote the, he, hmm, I think I made a mistake here. Now I'm talking about the director. He would go on to direct Larry Sanders show. That's where I recognize his name, but I see the same. I think he did. Did he do the marriage movie with Mandy Moore and Robin Williams? I don't think so. He did like um, he said, she said, that kind of that's similar. 
Uh, okay, That's but your side. Thing, now this is Montclair, this is not Montclair High. This is the YMCA in Montclair at Park Avenue. Yeah, right on. Yeah, and you can see people living in there from here. The reason is <laughs> he's right though. There, there were many orders. Um, the reason is you what see you the 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 balcony he's on. Yeah. The director's location. There was a, the YMCA had residents, and next door to the YMCA was a parking garage, like a three-level, three-story parking garage. Right. So you could park your car, get out of your car, look straight ahead to the window of the Y, and see someone living in a room. Right. <laughs> That's right. It would be like these shirtless men, just like in their little room. It was amazing. Okay, now I have to interrupt because I've got to just point out plot point here. The bad boys, the bullies, have faked a letter from the crush with perfume on it, saying, I like you, and please meet me. You know, they're going to humiliate him. I love it the way you write with a fish on the chalkboard. You know, that's <laughs> a... <laughs> you got to spray it with perfume. That's, that's oh, totally. Okay, so that's the guy that's in the second film. Okay. Right. Good. I'm glad you got that. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I got it. He's uh, perfumed up. Woo! Yeah. I'm so progressive living on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. That was I a have to Jersey admit, like, joke if I ever heard one. Yeah. He sniffed out the envelope. I've been served. Locker's like, is your name nerd? Yeah, it is. You've been served. You've been served. I always like how Hollywood does that. Hey, are you Keith Knight, the cartoonist? Well, yes, I am. I would like your signature because you got served. <laughs> what? I remember that happened in a dance-off movie, and they misunderstood. And they said, you've been <laughs> served. So they kicked on the music, said, oh, yeah? Check this out. Black, black, black. You've been served. Oh, it's on. It's on. Wait, is he wearing a member's not only jacket? <laughs> a member's not. Yeah. Not a member jacket? No, that was way too hip for a member's <laughs> only jacket. That had two colors, dude. So look, this is why oh, we oh. wanted to go on his date. Ooh. Whoa! Hilarity! Look how Montclair this house is, you know? I love how busy things in the 80s were. Right? The clothing, the shit everywhere. And it was loud. Like, the colors were loud. Yeah. Even my advice in white was loud. The 80s was loud. The 80s were not the 70s. Now, did you see that? Right. Doc Ock, I think it was. Yeah, or the moment from Fantastic Four. It's probably Doc Ock. I thought Doc it was Fantastic Ock. Four, too, because it really looked like Kirby. It was definitely a Marvel cartoon, and I don't know. The guy had glasses. It could have been Kirby. And Kirby wouldn't it's have so done funny. Spider-Man. Yeah, you're right. That, that's the Zico. Right. We know, what, we know what we're talking about. We're not nerds. 
and John Romita, was that his name? Yeah, the senior and junior. His, his son became a prolific uh, illustrator as well, cartoonist. John Romita? Mm -hmm. John Romita. I, I, There were other artists oh. too, but those guys were the golden age. Look at his stupid hat. He's such a dummy. Oh, my baby. Look at that Montclair Snow. Is this um, Anderson Park? Oh, yeah. Or was, I think that's the park I'm thinking of, the one that has a little island in the park where you have a gate and you have to. That's Edgemont. Yeah. That's Man, that water fountain's back. That should have got like third billing in this. <laughs> the water fountain also go for Larry Sanders. Yeah. Mike, you remember that uh, Edgemont Park was off a valley, right? Yeah. And there's like well, the little lake. In the okay, and now we'll have our humiliating, embarrassing moment because she won't know what he's there for, what he's doing. He's kind of preppy. That nerve to prep. But why would he put on that hat? Oh, come on, man. Your hormones probably just say, put that hat on. What a bad look it is. How cute. flat it makes your ha head flat. Like you had an accident. I can't believe we're, we're killing time talking about 15-year-old's looks. <laughs> Uh, this actress, her name's Sarah Ingalls. She was in Firstborn, 1984, Orphan Train, Smooth Talk, 85. I don't know. And then she no, made Orphan Train. You're, you're rattling off the titles like you do know. Wow. Those are some I, titles. I, heard, I never heard of Smooth Talk, right? No. no. I heard of Orphan Train. It was so bad, people called it Orphan Train Rex. <laughs> Followed up by orphan dumpster fire. Okay, now he is embarrassed and the bullies are loving it. Here come the bullies to humiliate him, and this will be the incident that makes him fuck him up. What's with the card player? Is he gonna grip them? Well, like later there'll be a scene where they can't believe it, and he'll do that and the cards will all spill out because he's so shocked. So that's what they're setting us up. That kid in okay. the middle back looks familiar. That guy. But his, 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 name is, his name is Dennis, and he's Brian Lima. And the only thing interesting is he was also in a movie this other Sarah Ingalls would go on to be in, Firstborn. So. Okay. There's nobody the really born. too exciting here. There, except Bad News I'm, Bears, I'm, dude. Oh, yeah, here's that library yeah, he got, a, he got a trailer on this one, I bet. Mike, don't you remember the balcony? You could go upstairs. I remember I went in there and uh, this Russian guy was going to kill me. Uh -huh. I kept saying, listen, the contract doesn't start in 10 minutes. He's like, it's okay, Mr. Wick. You'll be dead by then. <laughs> Mr. Wick? Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. That's done with two. Uh, done with three, excuse me. Arabella. Now we're getting the, like, my life is over. You'll be okay. I love the Scott. Thank God the camera was lying on the shelves when they got there. <laughs> what a good Just roll it. 
Don't you want to set up? This is the spy cam to look up the little kids' you know skirts or something. <laughs> What's going on? Did he dress for Jim? Oh my gosh, that's a real that I'm waiting for all those shelves to go dominoing down. He took off the embarrassing outfit he was wearing. He was so humiliated. Now he's going. Look at this Montclair window. Yeah, that's probably a Montclair window. We should say Montclair, <laughs> New Jersey. Carl, name me a movie that Montclair was in. Uh, Susan Sarandon, <laughs> The Witness. Okay. Uh, Harrison Ford and Brad Pitt in that movie where he's Irish and comes over. He's in the IRA. Seven. Really? The Devil's Own? That even Watchung Plaza's in the film. Oh, I'm gonna have to watch that movie. I was gonna say The Guilt Trip. Seth Rogen's mom lives in Montclair. Barbara. Oh, cool. Okay. Um. Now. Uh, his TV will be interrupted by a strange alien. Huh. Oh. Hello, I am nerd. I mean, alien. Right. Let me see if I can. I am not. <laughs> My message is urgent. <laughs> Bye. Ta -da. It's the nerd. What the fuck costume? Good thing he had that costume lying around. I am a oh, robot. <laughs> You're a robot? Yes. Are those his blood tubes? This is his vacuum. After school special, we'll be back after this. We're back. Now back to after school special. How many guys, how many after school specials you had to watch in school? Like when the teacher said, okay, we have a very special. Uh, yeah, I remember them. that. Oh, uh, when they were like yeah. really important, like drug ones or alcohol yeah. ones. Right. Yeah. yeah. And they would be 45 minutes. So it was perfect for the class. And the teacher got to whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the guy who wrote this. Question. Go ahead, Mike. It's Montclair. It's more important. Okay, so we we were in a class, and uh, I, we were in health class, and the gym teacher was pregnant, and we had a troublemaker. I won't mention his name, but he's a great guy. And she said, "Please, uh, we want you to watch uh, Little House on the Prairie. There's this very special drug episode on mm -hmm. Little House on the Prairie." He walks out, and this guy says, "God, she's fucking huge, right?" Or something of the sort. And she goes running and she goes, so and so, what did you say? And he says, drugs on Little House on the Prairie? And she goes, yeah, right? <laughs> Completely oblivious <laughs> of her pregnancy. Yeah, I, I, I missed that episode of Little House on the Prairie when they, they found that meth lab. <laughs> <laughs> little trap house on the prairie? Yeah, little crack house on the prairie. Okay, I got it. Okay. Okay, now he's going to call up all the bullies and the girl who he now thinks is mean, even though he still loves her. And fool them all okay. that they're going to be the ambassadors who will bring aliens to Earth. He was just watching. Man, he had a TV in his room. Look what yep. they're watching. Skateboarding from the 80s, westerns from the 80s. 
Holy yeah, shit. Is- you know what? I'm throwing away that same TV right now. <laughs> Don't laugh. I'm going to send you a picture, of it, a picture of it. Holy shit, it looks like it. It's a Sony Trinitron. I Post that on LWAFLMOYT. I will. That's yeah. Uh, add us. Add us on Twitter at LWAL. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Check out our YouTube channel, LWAMLL. Yeah, if you if you can tell me what those pages are, I'll put it there. <laughs> but on Facebook, we're Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube. Yeah. Laflamont. Laflamont. Just, just, just do it right. Let's get it right. Okay, now even Crush Girl is getting fooled that she isn't going to be an ambassador. You are the mama. Well, shit, that actually looks pretty good, though. <laughs> Those cue cards, man. That's really well done. Give us Did he grow up and become a <laughs> Oh, a funny joke. It was upside oh. down. This is, like, obviously from the minds of screenwriters and television people and then, say, like, 14-year-old kids from high school. I also have that big, huge VHS camcorder like they got, man. Well, Montclair's kind of an absolute part. All right, back to the TV. Yeah, there's this funny joke. I married a UFO. Yeah. See, that's the mom. And in the future, the the television will break in. And it's like, I want to speak, you know, and and he call, you know, he acts like it's the telephone. She goes, Louise, TV for you. It's funny. You have your little finger hovering over that mute button you do. Yeah, because every now and again, okay. Listen to the music. I can't hear it. Oh, you can't? Okay. Don't you want to be famous, Louise? Like history. History. Oh, look at Sydney, man. He looks he looks good in his youth. Yeah. Oh my god. Like, where's class being taken? It looks more like Ben Vereen and Ten Speed and Brown Shoe. Oh yeah, with Jeff Goldblum. People said I look like Brown Shoe. Yeah. Here we go. Now they're like, do you believe in alien life? Yes, I do. I'm going to prove it. I have scientific proof. <laughs> oh, I guess e- e- aliens were popular back in 1983, right? Because that's the ET, the extraterrestrial? Yes. No whistling. Blah, 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 blah. Look at my card trick setting me up for the when I drop him. Oh, he's at least he doesn't have a fucking toothpick. This director loved the library. Banana Yeah. Pee. And that's comedy. What's between the, the right. Never see it. <laughs> right. His evil plot. Here comes another one. Oh, that 80s nun. Where is our alien? 
I've been watching Sister Mary for 40 minutes and the alien hasn't cut in. <laughs> Do your card thing, dude. <laughs> oh, here we go. This special report. Can you hear my audio? I can hear you. Can you hear me, Carlos? I can hear you talking, but not your audio. Uh, not, not the. There we go. Not the audio from the movie. Here, let me. I'll talk to you guys. Turn on the TV set. I'm going to interfere. Okay. I this is a federal crime, by the way. To uh, broadcast on on national on uh, the frequencies that you don't own. Yeah, you're right. Actually, that's this is a this is a serious crime. <laughs> yeah, I mean they would. It's like in war games, right? They'd come to your door. Yeah, right. And then we're talking about the '80s FBI, man. Ma'am, we're here for John, Johnny Johnston. My Johnny. <laughs> you should be friendly to nerds. Alien out. <laughs> also, Thirty Rock. Liz Lemon grew up in Montclair, New Jersey. And her, his, her mom dated Buzz Aldrin. He played himself. Ah. Montclair Second Man. Buzz Aldrin. You know, they Mont changed the name of Mount Hebron, right, to Buzz Aldrin. Oh, you know what? Uh, the middle school, I went to Mount Hebron. Right, okay. I think that's it's named, name. yeah. Well, I mean, that's the buzz. Now, what was the, it was two middle schools, Glenfield, and they were yeah. doing construction in the 80s when I was going, and we had to go to like a, a, a closed elementary school. For oh, a I'm year. sorry, I have to interrupt you, Mike. I'm sorry. This woman who's the teacher, right? Um, she is um, uh, going to be in our next one, too. She was in Wall Street. Yeah. Oh, really? She'll be in the next uh, film as the mom. Now, right now, the bad guys are saying, we want to borrow equipment, you know, and we want to set up TVs in front of the student council and have uh, something very important broadcast. She's talking, they're talking the teacher into it. Oh, that's cool. Get the teacher involved. Yeah. I'll do it on one condition, that I get to be in the next after school special, what if I'm gay? <laughs> then I'll do it. Listen. I didn't want to sign up for some sci-fi bullshit. I want some real social issues. Right. But we're bullying. It's a social issue. Uh -uh. Yeah. We're not. We're just knocking on the nerves. When when I was in high school, that was a duty and an obligation to pick on this nerds. Yeah. Look, right. when I was in high school, look. There were a lot of nerds around, and we used to we used to tor torture them, you know. But today in high school, those kids are nerds. Today in high school, those kids are autistic. We didn't know. We didn't know we were torturing autistic kids. We didn't know we were sons of bitches. I think you knew. <laughs> Back then, 
of anti-bullying campaign was a personal journey of self-improvement. Yeah, you get better clothes, a haircut, lose a little weight. Maybe you get, you know, don't get picked on all the time. Maybe you get a girlfriend. <laughs> don't be such a nerd. So why is this battle of the bullies? Is it because the nerd is now a bully? No, see, that's the thing. Battle of the bullies was a wrongly titled. Yeah, because it's more of a revenge of a, of a nerd. Right. Those it it, it was appropriately titled. They just had to change it, but they messed up. Now, nerds were popular back then, pop culture-wise, right? Yeah, like well, were... Revenge of the Nerds was about to hit. Nerd was, like, geeky yeah. and computer-savvy. Let's, let's break it down. You had the preppy, and you had the official no. preppy handbook. The jocks. You jocks, I guess. You nerds. Right. Uh, One time, Tom Kroll asked me, "We're not this group. We're not the greasers. We're not the you know what? What's our group?" And the truth is, it was nerd. So he said, "We're individual." <laughs> that was what he called it. Individual. Cute. <laughs> the truth is, we were nerds. I mean, if I ever do a script on nerds. Okay, now he's going to be pompous. What I don't get is that the school has two television sets in the auditorium as well as video cassettes. We would be lucky if we had a television set, period. Mm -hmm. uh, here we go. Yeah, here we go. Okay, guys. Now, you can hear my audio, yes or no? You can hear my uh, audio? No, I, I'm going to play the audio too when we talk. Yeah, you play your audio. Everybody's like, what, what's this, a movie? Now look what Nerd's doing. PlayStation 2. PlayStation 2, and nobody's watching. How would I know you, jerk? Don't call me a jerk. I can't stand this music. I have to check Linus and Okay, now it won't be music. Go ahead and listen. Ooh, beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop, beta max entered. Oh, something's going wrong with the, oh. Yeah, we're not crazy. Now, some people are believing it. Others are doubting. Right. This reminds you of the alien fish burgers. Yes, Carl, you played an excellent alien, and then I jerked you off. Well, that was a tube coming out of my chest. You certainly did not. Jerk me off. <laughs> yeah. right. Okay, Carl. But look, whatever. Look, he reveals that it was all a hoax. He takes off the mask. Oh. Now look, drop the cards. Oh. That was our big setup. 52 pickup solitaire edition. So now he's like, don't be, you know, he's making, and look, the people love it. 
They're like, it's easy to fool suckers. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. That'll you teach those bullies. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hi, I'm a genius. I broke every federal law out there. Okay, now the battle is on. He's beating shit right there. That's right. She is humiliated. Hmm. I don't get the bullies were the ones who made that. Thing. She's hanging out with the bullies. She should have been like, fuck you for doing that in the first place. Well, when, when, oh, look at Montclair High, man. It's so Montclair High. Remember that? The semi-circle yeah. driveway? Which is in the last episode of Sopranos, when uh, Soprano Jr. picks up his high school girlfriend from Montclair cool. High. Cool. Up in that semi-circle. Now, look, he did oh, yeah. Montclair Gazette. Yeah, well, it's, it's the... Cool. Now, unlike in the earlier scene when everyone was talking to his best friend, everyone's talking to him now. Yeah. He's popular. Hey, what's up? What's up, dude? Listen, you want to smoke some weed? Come to the step. Come over to, yeah, go to the amphitheater. Yeah, let me speak to that hey. for a minute. I think the director, who was yeah. great and did great locations, skipped two great locations. You know the the what is that the brook that flowed through the school? Yeah. He absolutely yeah. should have got that. You don't think the nerds were playing not playing Dungeons and Dragons in that? I heard so many stories about nerds going into that uh, river, following it, and getting lost. Like, Real? Uh, my babysitter, her friends would tell me that they were doing. Yeah, I think so because you can't get lost. No, there's like a pipe. Maybe it's outside the high school, but you can get lost in it. You know, That's you know, not Glenn cool. Did, uh, Glenn did like he's so now it's like, Rich. you humiliated me. You know, you're... <laughs> I spit on I you. I humiliated you. Montclair House. Bad mouth here for the water. Mm -hmm. Bad mouth here for the water. Water fountain. Uh, look, this kid has his own shit and it says Fantastic Four right there. Fantastic Four. It's like a poster. Oh, no, it's a comic book close to us, right? Yeah, right, right. So it's, and he must have been reading the moment. Maybe it was like Jack Kirby's drawing. And I thought it was Doc Ock because of those glasses and boxy fit head. Yeah. Isn't it nice to see Marvel as a, like a petty commodity where like the specials well, yeah, because it was just a, a little, that's all it was, was a comic book. So it was like a magazine laying somewhere. Well, they had a the TV show in the 60s, I guess. In the 70s, they had like, those morning cartoons were done so cheaply with such bad, you know, the animation was cutouts. They were stills, you know, that um, it doesn't even deserve like, they weren't even trying hard, you know? Also, I think the cartoon version of Fantastic Four had a robot as their fourth member, right? So it was like, it wasn't the, the original lineup. Maybe it was like a fifth member. I don't remember that. But I do remember, once I talked to you about, like, I, I miss those Marvel Saturday morning cartoons. I was just a little too young to catch it. You know, 
Look at her hair's on fire. Look what the director oh, what does, you know. Yeah, he's he's not that subtle. He is burning. Burning up. My high school chemistry uh, lab did not look like this at all. Um, Although we did cut. Yeah, it should have. It's legit. Really, the high school had like flaming bunsen burners and. Oh well, and that you could just bring in, but yeah, I remember there were gas uh, uh, faucets, you know. Yeah. Now this writer would go on to write Trumbo, that film with uh, Brian Cranston. Sure, about the blacklisted uh, writer. Exactly. And he, he was a staff writer for Disney, Warner Brothers, Paramount, Fox TV's series. But he, Lois and Clark, he was a writer and producer. And he, okay, 20 years old, John McNamara and a junior at New York University has won national playwriting contest and his first screenplay, Revenge of the Nerd, will broadcast on CBS Afternoon Playhouse. Oh, the old Afternoon Playhouse. Yeah. Tuesday at 4.30. You know, I guess Netflix carries the torch of, like, young adult television shows. Like, that show where the kid kills himself. It's really good television for kids. Mm-hmm. Or the one where the guy gets you, where the girl gets harassed by a guy. Right. And there was the one where the midget gets herpes. Yeah. That is such a Montclair house. Look at it. Yeah, it's multi-stores. He's up in the attic. That's his ha his room. Yeah, he's got it to himself. Sweet. Okay, see, look, the flip, turn on the sound because the phone, the TV will ring, and she'll act like it's the phone. Television for you again. If you're there, I promise it's the last time I'll ever be on your TV. Hey, wait a minute. Try yeah, he did a dick yeah, right. The crotch shot. Yeah. In 83, they were called crotch shots. So go ahead, leave the sound up. We won't get sued. He's like saying he's sorry. Is he going to bring up Doc Severson? I get all tongue tied. Sometimes when I'm around, I couldn't get a noun and the verb together. Save my life. Anyway. I like you. Start over. Yeah. Her name's no Sarah Ingalls. Uh, uh, yes, you go Laura, on to do Laura. Right. Laura Ingalls, sister. Sarah Ingalls. Who designed the background? The blind guy? What was in the background? Oh, because of Braille? Yeah, because of Braille. I thought it was Larry, Larry King's show. And Next up, Tom Arnold. Tom. <laughs> now, come on, be genuine. You're a funny guy. You're a funny guy. <laughs> okay, she's touched. She's touched. Yeah. All she could do was listen. She couldn't. She she couldn't, you yeah. know, shut him down. So he well, touched her heart. Yeah. And now we're signing off. Nerd is signing off this telegraph. Here's the American flag.
Look, he's got a boat in his room. What the fuck? <laughs> he's a rich Montclair. It's Upper Montclair. Upper Montclair. Oh, there he is. We're done. That's right. We are, uh, hope you learned a lesson on this. Carl, what did you think of this movie? I thought it was cute. I enjoyed it, but mostly it was the nostalgia of like seeing the front of Montclair, being inside the YMCA. It was, it took me to familiar places. The next one will yeah. right away with that movie theater. You'll see. Okay, cool. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is a double feature. We we're only watching uh, very short uh, movies today, but they both were shot in our high school when we went to attended Montclair High in New Jersey in the 80s. So we thought we would make you guys suffer our nostalgia. Uh, yeah. So we are going to, uh, why don't I take the opportunity, Carl, before we start the second movie, can I would love to talk about our YouTube page, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Carl, you posted a couple of movies you want to talk about those movies, and I'll go ahead and, and get uh, everyone ready? Okay. I need to look up what they are. I'm on our channel. I'm going. What's that? So it's America 3000. Right. Love yeah. Well, hasn't even aired in so long. Here we go. So we, when, uh, when the episode for America 3000 uh, uh, dropped on our podcast, that was absolutely it. Yeah. And uh, this is a clean copy. Mm hmm And also, Elvis Presley, in which you, we did the switcheroo, and you did the excellent yeah. research. Well, thank you. Well, I enjoyed that movie. It was not a shitty Elvis movie. It was the right. second film, so. Yeah. And also, we saw Whoopi Goldberg with Paul and Mistress Christine. Um... And that was Burglar, and was with the um, the guy from uh, Police Academy movies, and it was fun. Yeah, yeah, I like the well, I love that movie. Yeah, that's a San Francisco film, and it's just fun. It's one a really good whooping movie, and uh, yeah, and Bobcats in it. It's it's terrific, and John Goodman. It's it's a, it's a really good movie. So we had nothing bad to say about that. And then you just recently posted Little Miss Marker. Right, and that one was with Walter Matthau, our second Walter Matthau in a row that particular uh, month. Uh, Little Miss Marker, a remake of a Shirley Temple film. And it was fun. They well, underused Brian Dennehy, let's face it. Yeah, right. He did have nothing to do except bring us somewhere in a suit. All right, right. well, that's uh, – uh, we these episodes, you know, we encourage you to watch the movie and listen to the podcast. Carl takes the time to sync both of them together and post it on YouTube. So you can spend some time. Hey, gentlemen, we're going to do the second movie, and this, this is a LWAF on them first. We actually have talent that was in this movie. Yeah. The first time we get anybody associated with our movies to come and talk about it. Uh, will you please welcome Adam Spiegelman? Adam, oh, thank you very much. Hey, mm -hmm. how are you guys? Yeah, yeah, you're lucky I'm here. You're welcome. Of course, and Paul is here, the Countdown King. Uh, and of course, so I should mention, Adam is my brother and inspiration for this podcast. Uh, Adam has a terrific podcast called Passing Events, which is not only a cult movie podcast where they talk about film, they interview a lot of people. And uh, we were just talking about one of my favorite interviews on your show, which is Shadow Stevens, star and director of Trap. Oh, star. Of Trap. 
Sorry, not the director. Yeah, he outs the director for being a total alcoholic. Like, why is this movie a mess? He goes, "Oh, the alcoholic. The director's an alcoholic." <laughs> yeah, it's a very. I definitely would recommend it. He, he, he. he uh, no stone has been unturned for that. Is that your favorite interview on your show? What is your favorite interview? Uh, he was amazing. Uh, I also got to talk to Lloyd Kaufman, who was pretty open and great. And I talked to most of the cast of the uh, of the room. So they're very they're, nice. Chris R was amazing. Um, Tommy Wiseau was insane. Um, yeah, all that was yeah, it was great. It was a lot of fun. And then Alan Sachs made a movie called Dubidio, which is like this weirdo L.A. punk scene movie, and that was fun to find him and talk to him. That took three years to find that guy. Wow. Yeah, he's a. That's a great interview. Go to proudlyresents.com and click around the archive and uh, spend some time. Enjoy the show. So, Adam, it's a pleasure to have you here. Paul yes. Blumba, it's a pleasure to have you back. Uh, we, Carl, what is our movie we're watching right now? Okay, so now go to your YouTube search engine and put in, what if I'm gay, 1987? What if I'm gay, 1987? And the uh, channel we like is C'est La Vidéo, the French C-apostrophe E-S-T, C'est La Vidéo. C'est la vie I'm ready ah. to say it. And I love the gay panic in a pro-gay movie back in the 80s. Everything was pro gay panic. What if I'm gay? And then what was well, the French uh, part? What if I'm gay French? Um, the channel... Oh, say, I got it. Yes, 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 I'm in, I'm in. Another one says, am yeah. I gay? And there's two guys standing next to each other. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Pull my finger, I'll let you know. There's a weird, <laughs> is there a test? I don't know. Right. He wants you to click the link, what if I'm gay, the same video, and then hit pause immediately and move the slider back to zero, zero, zero. And we'll have Paul do the counting. And when Paul says go, we will all click the Well, ladies and gentlemen, here's the countdown king himself, the master of descending numerals, Mr. Paul Brumbach. All right, guys, here we go. You know the drill, and if you don't, learn it quick. What if I'm gay, 1987, put that finger right over that hovering triangle and let's do this thing in three, two, one, go. A lot of hovering triangles in this movie. Yes, what if I'm gay? Uh, oh, yeah. I can share screens with, uh, with um, Zoom. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Welcome to the 21st Century. Ta-da! Ed Marinara. From Hill Street Blues. Hill Street That's Blues. right, from Hill Street Blues. Yeah, big, so this this movie was shot in uh, our high school when I was there. I was a junior, maybe, or sophomore. And um, so we got to, I got to watch them shoot it. That's our movie theater. The Bellevue, the Bellevue Movie Theater. Watch this, Carl. Watch this. It's magic. They're uptown. They're in Upper Montclair at the Bellevue Movie Theater. They're walking down the street like normal teens. Yes. And now look, they're in the alleyway. They're going to churn in the alleyway. Garrelly Browns. Yeah, very nice. And now look, they're Poof. downtown. Poof. What? What? How did that happen? They're four miles body. away. <laughs> <laughs> How did they get all the way across town in one alleyway? This is a magic film? Yeah, apparently. Oh, and then, of course, the Jewish guy's wearing a sports coat. But, uh, listen. Oh, so 90120. <laughs> Is it? Oh. Yeah. Oh my God! She's and by the way, she's forty-five in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> she had so much work done. 
Yeah, yeah. It looks great. So I don't have any volume. No, uh, we don't put up the volume until key parts. Oh, is it? Okay. So what we just saw is that uh, the Jewish one in the sports jacket, a girl likes him, and he's not liking the girl back. Huh. Hmm. What if he's gay? And what if that guy is not the Nazi Thomas Howell and the not Eddie and the Cruisers? The other guy? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Is that a real oh, place? Here we go. Now they're at a pizzeria that I don't recognize. Yeah, I don't recognize it either. Uh, it doesn't mean it's from Oh, uh, look at this guy. I hope there's no shellfish. <laughs> it's the worst. Uh, Can I get these for these? Is there any unleavened pizza? Hmm, is that time of month? Speaking of unleavened, look at that hair. Yeah, look at that hair. I used to get so turned on by that kind of Oh, hair. especially in New Jersey, yeah. Yup. I was like, she takes care of herself. <laughs> look at the woman in the background. She's got great jersey hair. By the way, her name is Vicky in the show, and she grew up in Mawa, New Jersey. Oh, no shit. Yeah, she was in Ryan's Hope for a bunch of years. Oh, like a local girl. Mm -hmm. More like mystic, mystic bread breadsticks. I wish I could talk. The joke would have been funny. Sorry, Paul. I'll let you down. <laughs> and right now she's right. in San funny Francisco. The first time, Adam. <laughs> wow! And they, you guys vote vote Who would wear rugby shirts now? I would. They were still in style. No one else. Oh, oh don't make me pull it out of the closet behind me. What about buttering the top button? Does that mean does that make me gay? Like everyone else. Yeah. Ironically, the yeah, other guys look like modern gay guys. Yeah. Yeah. Except their collars are fucked up. Yeah. Is there a wardrobe person on this? So we got to watch him shoot a lot of these things at the high schools. It was really cool when that comes up. That was like so exciting. So was there trailers and generators and. Not a lot. Not a lot. Could, maybe a couple. I didn't see a lot. Not like a big movie. Um, Look how Montclair this house is. Oh my God, this is so Montclair. <laughs> the porch and the, the leaves. Stairs. Yeah. yeah. It's a, the wooden, I don't know, everyone's like, all houses have porches. Yes, we get it. But Now look, there's heterosexual activity going on, but what's happening in the back seat? Well, he's alone or is he not? But she doesn't want to kiss, so it's like, yeah, if you're, what are you, gay? You don't want me to date rape this girl? I want to end. This poor woman wants to get out of there. She's not happy. Well, she's embarrassed that, um, uh, what's his name in the film? Alan. Alan is in the back seat. Listen, this Alan. Alan would go on to be like he was on Married in Ch with Children when that uh, Charlotte York uh, married a Jewish man and she converted to Judaism. That was him. Huh. He gets all He's not Lamb, is he? The guy from uh No. He wasn't the first husband. Yeah, okay. All right. Just check. Yeah, I thought it went you're right, Mike. I thought it went right to Lamb to um the guy from the love boat. He was in Ransom. Oh, he was in California Cation. Uh, is, Evan, is that Evan Handler? Uh his name is Evan Handler. Oh, he was in uh, Sex and the City. He works a lot. 
he's bald now. He had cancer like when he was 30 and went bald. Right. And he wrote a book about the cancer. Yeah, he works all the time. He's, he was in a show called um, It's Like You Know, and it was the L.A. version of Seinfeld mm-hmm. starring Jennifer Grey. You like Oh, yeah, look, 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 look. Oh. The whole way is everyone you guys knew. I think, Mike, you were a senior because Taylor Holland's in this. All the big, the tall, yeah, I, the old-looking seniors are, are in, and old-looking juniors are in this. <laughs> That's how they cast it. We're looking for the old-looking students. <laughs> now, Gabrielle's in back, and she's, like, coming on pretty heavy to uh, Evan. But Evan will have nothing to do with it. He's embarrassed or something. Or something. Now look how the director makes it awkward because she bumps the chair and makes a loud screechy noise. Now this is the second movie we've seen in a row where it takes place in the Montclair High School science class lab. Science lab. The most interesting place. There's the best tables. Oh, is that me in front? That might have been me in front. (laughs) There's Ed Marino. He's Mr. Powell. Officer Coffee. Hill Street Blues guy. So he was a big star. Oh, look, that's Taylor Holland, Mike. Yeah, holy shit. That's my buddy Taylor. That's your best friend. <laughs> holy shit. Yeah, he yeah. gave him the part because he was so fucking old looking. I was like, he's, Yeah, he's he That's so funny. He got the kiss of lady's hand. What a gentleman Taylor is. It, what a, yeah, I know. And he's also very good looking, but he's also, he looked like he was 40. He was buying beers. Yeah, uh, right. Supposedly. Well, oh, so the guy that was outside the window kissing the girl's hand was a student? Yeah, yeah, he was a friend of ours, and uh, they just picked all the students that looked like that age. Like, like, yeah, because like, all the actors are like 10 years older. <laughs> we all look like we were 12 compared to them. It was like they were in a middle school, high school situation. Wow, he looks so different. So weird. He's got hair. I don't think I've never... I wasn't part of this movie, Adam. I was never, like, got cats it, or I never bothered to do anything about it, but... Apparently not. This is proof. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why. You were in school. As you weren't interested. They were looking... Too handsome. Yeah. You should have done it. You looked old. You looked as old as Taylor. You looked too much like Evan <laughs> Handler. You had Evan Handler's hair, and they're like, you know what? We can't have... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. You <laughs> take it through, right. You would take yeah, it take away. Take the distraction off the one token Jew guy. Gotcha. You can't have two Jews. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I used to think that this guy with the swooping hair, I used to think that was Matthew Perry and when Friends is on, I was like, oh my God, that's the guy from the after school special, but it is not. Um, this guy's Kirk. His name's Manford Melcher. He was in he was in Plutonium Baby, 21 Jump Street. He was in Steinfeld as an officer once. I don't know. Every time I listen to you guys talk about a new movie, man, I, I feel like I've just found a new title uh, for my my new DVD coming out. What did you say? Plutonium Jumpsuit? Uh, plutonium Baby, <laughs> but pl- 21 Jump Street. So Plutonium Jump Street, that's a great title. <laughs> plutonium uh, Baby Jumpsuit. Yeah, Baby, baby. Jumpsuit. Yeah. <laughs> look, oh, look, the they cola? have Mark Colas and they put tape over it. We call that greeking in the industry. By the way, I'm uh, an extra professional, so you know I know these things about greeking. And that's so geeky. Yeah, greeking is a whole different thing in San Francisco. You know, you're, you're two types of artists. You're a background artist and a sandwich artist. Okay, Mike. Now Listen, the woman the who's, 
the woman who's playing the mom, she was in the other after school special we just saw as the administrator in the student yeah. council. So she got her role again. Look at the Jew can't open the They bought it as Pathmark in the no profile. Yeah, definitely Pathmark. Yeah, they just covered it up. Um, is she supposed to be the woman from Eight is Enough? Again, it would be funny, Paul, if I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that is some great hair. Both of them. It looks like they both look like poodles. <laughs> they look for people you know. Oh, Mike. Really? Uh, I recognize the field. Yeah, that's it. Oh, well, that's the main guy. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, look at that hair. God, I went to school with everyone like that. Crazy. That's how Mike looked in high school, by the way. In case you guys are wondering, very handsome. Yeah. Gore, oh. Gore, our heterosexual hero. Sweet. Uh, oh. The very young-looking girl, obviously an extra, obviously from our high school, an actual high school student. That's Gina. He's got a crush on her because the other one broke his heart. Oh, and by the way, all the extras, all the people that are black in this movie besides Gina are extras because they're actual high school students. Like, it's the only way they can get cast is to actually be there. Well, having black people in your movie is just extra. It's another movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, we're already doing one issue at a time. Oh, look at this guy looking at okay, you. Now, this is Don't really important, it. okay? This whole movie, we've been set up that that guy sitting there in that chair is the gay one. But he's right. about to discover right. a pornographic magazine that is owned by Kirk, the heterosexualist guy in the room. Wait, the Jewish guy is not the gay one? Correct. Wow. What a twist. I already is added him in the synagogue. <laughs> Yeah, I took him off of Oi Bay face. Oh. Oh, hey, that's my jerk off. Oh. True man. Uh, <laughs> somebody's True looking. man. Yeah. Busted. Oh, so yeah, he's yeah, explaining there's a, re there's a wrestling article in, there's a weightlifting article in there. It's pretty cool. I only kept it around because I thought you guys would want it. Ha, ha, ha. I'll throw it out. I'm just going to put it under my mattress. Yeah. Like he's not gonna get that later. He sat on it. Yeah, I, now that I've established that English. I'm not gay, I'll be leaving. Can you give me a lift? Yeah, I can. <laughs> Hello. Oh. We're gonna be backing out of the room now. Look at his face. He's, he's now he's trouble. jerking off like crazy. He's just whacking it right this now. Look at that this great car, man. Quick. Hey, there's Taylor, right? No, different guy. Look at that Montclair yeah. jersey. That doesn't... Yeah, that's cool. Because they kept it real. What's up, buddy? Stay away from me. Hey, oh, I mean, guys. No, they, they don't think he is. I mean, they just found this magazine. It was that funny thing. Look, Montclair, Wow, look at the high school. Guys, that's our high school. Oh, here's oh. the thing. Is that Rand School or is it the regular high school? That's I think right that might be the annex. Yeah, that's right by your neighborhood, Carl. Yeah, Chestnut and Forest and... The overpass and yeah, the skating sure. rink. So, guys, they were shooting in front of Rand. I don't know if this scene or another one, but every time they said action, um, I think it was PJ Caviaro or someone else would start screaming. 
So it would be like rolling, you know, lights rolling, action, and then PJ would go, ah! <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> what a dick. They, I think they I finally paid him. Okay, they went to a basketball game where one of the players is gay. And so Kirk... How do they know that? Uh, because it was an article. Oh. And Kirk, who is like, I'm pretending I'm heterosexual, was going, fag, and being real macho and mean. Uh, Did we miss that scene? Uh, at the basketball game, they're leaving now. Oh, so they're talking about it. So, so they, they didn't right. show it. It's, and the it's tell, don't show. Right. Yeah, it's a good movie. Man. Are they actually fag in this? Because the, the closed captioning has a, it blanked out. I They don't. Yeah, they do say fag. He says, keep away from me, faggot. They, he will say that. Crazy. Oh. God, that was an after-school special. Yeah. Oh, it was the 80s. That's now, look, weird. here's New York. You know this isn't Montclair. They're in Weehawken or something, right? Maybe. Weehawken's a good guess. It could be, like, also West New York or... Yeah, yeah, Hoboken. I don't think it can be Jersey Hoboken. City because the Empire State Building wouldn't be so prominent. Look, what, are you, what are you doing here? I just want to cut your hair. I just want to prove that I'm not... <laughs> Gay, let me cup your boob. Now she's like, dude, you're changing. She's like, get off me. Oh my god, I'm not gay, I'm a total horrible human being. <laughs> He's like, what's wrong? I swallow. Sorry. <laughs> He's like, you kiss like my brother. <laughs> you kiss like my brother. <laughs> uh, listen, not. Wow, that's a Eagle Rock Reservation. Eagle Rock Reservation, you drive up there? Yeah, I was thinking about Eagle Rock Reservation, but New York is too close. But look, do you think that's where he goes? He's like, listen, all the guys say come up here. All the guys in my magazine. <laughs> Actually, yeah. you're right, Adam. He's right now saying all the guys come up to Lover's Point. Don't you think it's about time? Now she's he's getting mad because he's been rejected and like my ploy didn't yeah. work. I think Weehawk is a good over. guess. It could be Hoboken, but there's no real dock in Hoboken. Yeah, Weehawken is pretty nice. All right, let's look for people we know. <laughs> Anyone who, Paul, have to get the answer. 12, that, that means they're 18. <laughs> oh, look, he's, he's, uh... Right. What he's doing is that macho overcompensation stuff. Oh, look. But look, look with his best friend. That's Joe Cohen right there. You can't see him anymore. That's another guy we know right there with the big lips. We know him. Yeah. Uh, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, I was just too athletic for this. I didn't want to show off. Uh, is that our locker room? I guess it is. How would I know? Am I, and actually, true story, I'm in one of those lockers right now. <laughs> <laughs> I ruined the shock. I, I fell out at one time. I was apologized. Looks was fun. our high school that big? We had a giant locker, a gym locker like that. We had I gym we lockers. Did. I remember getting. I just did that joke. It had two rows, Mike. There's a row to the right there, and then the bathrooms to the left. There, it wasn't. It looks huge here, but it's not. Hello. Okay. Pause. It isn't like the locker room. Look, his locker's still open. <laughs> Subplot. It gets robbed. No. I'm not Matthew Perry. 
he's he's confessing him out now. He's saying, look, you're acting weird. And I saw that magazine, and I think you like men. It's they're having, let's see if I can. I don't think my audio is going to work for you. Okay, I'll sure, do I'm reading, I'm reading. I got the audio. Sure. We missed it anyway. We missed, oh, wait. A blank mag. Mike, they just blanked out the F word. I saw you're holding a blank mag. He's remembering. Yeah, you had a crush when we were young. Yeah, why don't you bang your girl? He did. He was trying to attack her. In he's talking about everything he's ever remembered, you know, like the whole history. I mean, they were best friends since elementary school. And what about ballet class? What about that? I mean, nothing. <laughs> I I did I couldn't do ballet myself because I had I they put put on a two you know the two two and it was an eight eight. Come on, I have weak ankles. <laughs> the Kenkel ballet. <laughs> okay, now what's going to happen is everybody's been on him about gay and gay fag. But not Alan. Alan's cool. And Alan's going to relate a story about how his uncle came out of the closet. It was really rough on him, but he was better off coming out. What was his uncle's How Jewish was his uncle's name? What? Mort? His uncle's name was Mort. <laughs> yes, of course it was. <laughs> We're looking for something really Jewish sounding. Mort Gaysen. See, Mort made... I have some backstory on Mort from the uncle he's going to talk about. You see, he made a big mistake. His parents thought they were sending him to a Jewish gay sc uh, day school uh, to learn Hebrew. <laughs> they sent him to a Jewish gay school, and he learned Hebrew. Yeah. Hey. That's worth the price of the day. There you go. Yeah. It, the church uh, goes, is Our Lady of Judy Garland. Come on. <laughs> See, I was raised Catholic, and when we sinned, the priest would send us to the synagogue. I have to spend a few nope. Friday nights. Nope. It was it was a gay synagogue, but yikes! Uh, catch it. <laughs> really campy gay jokes. Do we want to throw in yet? Okay, hold on. Now, Alan and his family burn a menorah. Because they are minority. Oh, no. that one hurt. You should have asked if I was sick. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I have a friend who's so Jewish. I have a friend who's so Jewish. We went salmon fishing. He caught locks. <laughs> oh, oh. Oh, that's it. I'm doing my Scooby Doo joke. Hey, Adam. Uh, what did uh, Shaggy say when I showed him my genitals? What? You went to the gonorrhea. <laughs> All right. Well, Thank you. Uh, no one has got lost his hair. You're not gonorrhea. Okay, well, so it, here's the only original thing I've got for you. So they've has anybody else filed their, their money for that lawsuit against the, the Boy Scouts? Here. Guys. Anybody can do that, huh. but I should have known it. it. It was right there in the name. We blows. <laughs> I was in We blows. 
<laughs> yes, I was in Weeblos too. We did a lot of camping trips. So I've, got, I've, I've got a little honor badge that has both my knees. <laughs> yeah, well, Weeblos wobble, but they don't fall down. So what the director shows us in the scene is like, Alan's being cool. Maybe people can be cool if you came out of the closet. Uh-uh. That's uh-uh. Not in my... I could be like your uncle. Uh-uh. Ironically, no one was out of the closet in high school, right, Mike? I can't think of anyone. Well, I mean... Well, no. No. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. No, I don't think so. There was Thabone. How y'all doing? Uh, Mark Oh, I guess I knew guys that were gay in high school. Start naming names. Well, the gay now <laughs> doesn't really make it. It wouldn't like hurt their, you know, they're out. They didn't care. This is in 1950. So right now we're going to get the kind of like apology between best friends. But you got to tell me it's not true. You got to tell me that you're not gay. Oh, that's weird. I thought they could say apology and then a kiss. Here, whisper it in my ear. <laughs> my shirt says M for macho. Oh, that's right. My red says oh, it's machismo. Now, this actor, his name is uh, Richard Joseph Paul. He went on to be in Oblivion and Vamp- Vamp- Vampirilla. I don't know. <laughs> he went on to Oblivion. <laughs> And Oblivion too. Is he is he in Vampirina? The cartoon? Yeah. No, Vampirella, nineteen ninety. Oh. <laughs> Adam got excited there for a second. Something he heard of. Wait. Yes, yes. My daughters watch Vampirina, so I was hoping. That, yeah, I would have been down with that. He'd be like, "Girls, I was in a movie with blah 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 from Vampirina." <laughs> no big deal. Uh. By All the right. way, that mower's total bullshit. He's going over leaves and nothing's happening. No, it looks like it's it looks like astroturf. It, it does look like astroturf. Oh, look at these two cool guys. Okay, so they're gonna buy a car. In someone's driveway? No, it's a lot. <laughs> you see the price sticker on a window by his elbow? Nineteen sixty one. Yeah, yeah back, this back is the long ago. You know, asking if I was queer. At least he said queer. The language is getting a little nicer. And Alan's like, what's the I, big deal? Now, are you telling me Alan lost his hair due to cancer at age 30? No, at a young age. Uh, it was... I have it here. I'll get it in a minute. So, yeah, so he's he watching his, his young hair. And, and back then, you know, when they were doing radiation treatments and you lost your hair, that stuff did not grow back right. No, so I think he kept it off. Yeah, so he probably... Oh, wait, 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 wait. All right, watch. This is my scene. No, it's not. Right, Hold on. Carl, when is my... Yeah. I will, your scene is coming. He's going to talk... Look, she's going to duck into a little thing and talk, you know, like, listen, they're saying you're gay. Are you gay? What's up? You know? And his answer's like, hey, you know, I mean, uh, you know. And she's like, I'm okay, happy. I don't. <laughs> then he's going to walk away, <laughs> and Adam will 
push him like a football shot. Now, my, my direction was to push him, but not push him so hard. So you wouldn't know if I was really pushing him because he was gay or I accidentally pushed him. So my direction was not clear at all. So my, it was like, you hit him, but don't hit him too hard. Don't make it too obvious. Just hit him. I really not watching it. I should have hit him hard. Yeah. Not because he's gay, but because uh, it made more sense. Okay, I think better. it's coming it's up now. Speed. He's going to start marching down the hall, and you're going to bonk him. Here we No, no, no. Oh, it's... darn. Wow, that's Monkler High, huh? You no. told her I was gay, damn it. It's the annex uh, parking lot again. Oh, it is? Rand School. Yeah. And Rand, Rand was after the pretty... painter, right? 1800s Hudson Valley painter, Rand? Well, there's Anne Marinera. And look, yeah. at, look at all the kids around him. We're actually 18, 17 and 18. He played for the New York Jets and the Seattle Seahawks. Oh. And you know what Ed's been doing in the last 10 years? In the last 10 years? Uh, no. Amy Fisher story, 92. Oh, yeah. He was 81. Dynasty oh, in 81. Joey Buttafuoco? Sounds perfect, North isn't it? High school. North oh, Milford High School. That's hitting low. That's but it's like at that time, who else are you gonna get? But Ed Marinera. Oh yeah, but and at that time, that was probably a good role. I guess. Oh my god, because it was three movies at once, so one of them got Ed Marinera, and the other one's got some other hacks. So that wasn't the right hallway scene, right? We didn't see you. Bumping. No. Okay, but good. It's good. Coming up. All right. Well, you don't have. To, you, I'm not saying don't blink, but just don't blink when I'm on. Right. So <laughs> is it like you just bump up, like you like like as you're going down the hallway, like? Like, it's unclear if I did it by accident like, get or get out of my way, it. bump them. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's or, unclear if it was intentional. You'll see. It could have just been intense. bonk. Could have been in a hurry. Or, or that was just your way of getting beyond the the extra scale. Right. Yes. Which is just still... you make personal contact with them, you get an extra. You uh, know what's funny, friend. Adam, is you only know it's you if you know you, because it's the back of your head. And it's, you know, yeah. I know you, I know your shoulders, I know your, you know. Oh, and I remember that shirt. Yeah, kind of thing. yeah, yeah. I wonder if I remember that shirt. But it is true. I had to watch it three times to make sure. Like, I guess that was me. That is my hair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was in a movie recently. Uh, a friend of mine produced a film and hired me based on my look <laughs> from Facebook. To he be goes, I've seen the back of your head before. Wait, hold on. No, I was playing a janitor. Who was walking down these steps upset? And uh, I said, Why did you cast me? Because, oh, I, they wanted a certain look. So I gave three friends from Facebook, and you're the guy. But, <laughs> but they cut me because I, I walked too fast. Yeah. yeah. I have to put that down as part of your resume. I, I, you see the back of my head for just a second in What If I'm Gay? Yeah. I might have done that. I might have pulled that. IMDb. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I should put And you should put a second IMDB credit on the cutting room floor for Oh yeah. It's like a horror movie sequel. Yeah. I should do that. Oh yeah. There's your there's your, big in London apparently. There's your SAG after up credits. Now you just need five K a year and you're in. Now all that's happening now <laughs> is the father's playing a story of when he was a, a kid, there was a guy who was gay and we all had to pick on him or they think you were gay. And and the son's not outing to the father. He's just saying, "Do you know a homosexual?" Oh. <laughs> well, do you see how he gave him, like the chip on the shoulder kind of hit on like? Oh gosh, that was some acting. 
Mike, you know some famous people that went there? Alex Winter? Uh, Alex Winter went there? Yeah, he went to the alternative school. He went to like alternative high school there. Yeah. Who else? Who else? Well, Ty Taylor, of course, who's either out in high school or not really hiding it. Um, I'll tell you, Ty Taylor was a genius. Whoa. 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 Yeah. Whoa. Wow. That ain't cool at all. Right. Oh. 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 It's more of a locker, by the way. Man, well, it's a locker, but so. the French, um, the French call it. Uh, okay, that ain't right. The French call it fag closet. Hmm. Were they out of pink paint? What's that's a good point. Good point. Okay, good so point. this is important. So he he says, like, stay away from me. I'm poison. I'm no good to anyone on this earth. So he thinks he's gonna kill himself because gay people kill themselves. Fun movies they do, yeah. Look at uh, it, it's a phone booth. Oh. Right? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. That a pay phone. Where does they find a pay phone? I tell him. Uh, did a lot of shows in high school. He like choreographed them. He wrote them. He did the music. He directed mm. them. He starred in it. He, he's he's famous oh. for being on American Idol with a mohawk and just being belligerent. I guess I, I haven't seen it, but he's that a really was good the guy. One. He's in a, a really popular band right now. I think I can't think of. But he was on the the show where they're looking for a new singer for In Excess. Uh, oh. in trouble. Okay. You, I was in a play that Tyrone. Oh my God, Carl! I was in a play that Tyrone directed, and mm -hmm. I was your girlfriend at the time, Marka. Marka. Marka Lee. Marka Lee, and then you and I and Marka went to uh, Jersey, um, the the beach, Jersey Shore. Right, 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 right. Yeah, we slept in your car. Oh, we slept on the beach and got thrown out. Yup. That was fun, and we went to a water park. That was a fun day. Now look, they think he's inside, going to kill himself. They're gonna try to smash down the window. It's a nice house. God, I want a house like that. Like, yeah, nice house. Well, you know, I live in LA, and you know, I live in a quarter of that. Right, you can't get a colonial with that kind of porch and the, look at those doors. That kind of porch in San Francisco. Eight comics would be living on it. <laughs> <laughs> Just before Alan smashes, who should show up? Uh, my name is late. Listen, oh, if he had smashed that, the budget would have been an extra I'm just buying some gay burgers. Hey, what do you think this is? Not we don't know that you're going to go on to 90120. You're only getting scale. Well, those are the two most successful What's people from that. Guys, why are you laughing on my porch? Oh, that side closet gag was hysterical. <laughs> we thought you killed yourself because you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Just went to get some protein. Yeah. <laughs> and a hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that car. Oh, you mm. notice the how he wasn't carrying a milkshake, right? So, in the sequel, <laughs> he would go lip. on uh, to be a sailor because he found he liked semen. 
<laughs> Look at the bike. Uh, uh, the girl's hanging on the bike rack. I want to give it up to both Carl and Mike. You definitely hit a new low. Today. What movie? movie was? <laughs> With all our comments, it's like, oh, oh, yeah. That looks like Marka on the left. We want we wanted our oh. commentary to match the date in which this movie was written. Adam, Marka you know, was in an after-school special shot in Montclair. Do you remember which one? I don't know. Was it the one you guys watched? There was a few. There wasn't a nerd I, one, an alien one. Right. I don't know. Right. Uh, she uh, was uh, in it, and I I couldn't uh, find her. Oh, yeah. No, an her. extra. She hey, a... Mr. Powell. Hey. Tax your kids. Why are you out of breath? You're you're on the Minnesota Vikings. That What's looks like you just, your sweatsuit just came out of the plastic. Why are you sweating? <laughs> Got folded marks on it. He's a Heisman Trophy finalist, by the way. Oh, I bet. Yeah, he was a ball player. Came out of New Milford, New Jersey. <laughs> New. New Milford. Yeah. Is that where all the MILFs Not are? <laughs> we have West Milford. That's where the MILFs are to the west. And okay. there's New Milford. And I think there's Milford. Anyway, he went on to Cornell and he became a big football guy. And then he became an actor and he, he got some success. But that town's got to have some great chances at some really good logos. Like get MILFed. <laughs> Are you moving over there now? What's going on? My other wife's a MILF. What's going on here is he's saying, look, I'm also the school counselor. If you ever want to talk to me, come talk to me. And he is talking to him. And he's like, you can live a normal life. You don't have to be a degenerate. That's what he says. Let's oh, listen. <laughs> Let's listen. Let's listen. All right. Hang on. I should mention while I change the volume. Oh, here we go. Your life is so much better. <laughs> your life's not over because you're a fag. Dignified because being gay is not. I gotta think about it. Yes. <laughs> You're gonna make new ones. <laughs> Go to the red pool. I'm just waiting for Marinara to pop up and say, "Well, then, could you possibly come over and mow my lawn and go go <laughs> shorts?" Then we can watch videos. Hill Street Glow. Yeah. Look how white his sneakers are. <laughs> the sneakers, the sweatsuit, literally right out of the plastic. Oh, I remember when this film was shot, we would call the film It's Okay to Be Gay. Like, are you in It's Okay to Be Gay? That type of thing. The people in the know, we used to call it What Gay? You know, to shorten it. We just be like, hey, are you doing What Gay? <laughs> <laughs> what? Thomas says, What? <laughs> That was the name of the movie originally. <laughs> what? It was the 80s. We were not considered people. But... 
Um, can't expect people to accept you if you can't accept yourself. Alan said something just like that. Alan said, yeah, that was Alan's message to him. And this guy's saying, like, you need to see a psychologist. You're going to be okay. I, I didn't like the way they spun it. Like, you know, like, being gay isn't like, oh, sure, I know. You won't be a degenerate. You'll have your dignity. I don't know. It's like the wrong way to think about it. Well, because that, yeah, the was, whole that was the first version of being woke. 